books. Are we ready? Yeah, Probably for a while. <laughs> okay. We're good. Okay, cool. All right. Me first. I can hear you. I can't hear myself. In my headphones. First, yeah, for like a second there. I, I did for a little bit. We were able to. I can hear you in my headphones. Okay. But that's weird, right, though? I mean, yeah, you I, should be able to hear I, you. I, 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 I. Okay, maybe I just, maybe headphones and I don't like each other. Should make it louder? No, it's okay. We'll make it, it louder, make it louder. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, see? Now you I can do. hear myself. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't. Well, now I think you turned it up. There we go. There we go. Now I can hear myself. Now I know I'm talking. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know before. <laughs> before you had no idea what your mouth was doing. Uh, there's a sounds, good question. Movements. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Okay, good. Both All of right. us. I can hear both of us very well. Awesome. Ready? Okay. All right. Hello. Welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Saylat. And this is Kalina. And welcome back to our podcast where we read paranormal romance novels and discuss them. Yes. Well, so thank you for joining us. Yeah. It's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't this been anywhere. The most awkward <laughs> the hardest part, part is, is just randomly talking. The banter in the beginning where we're just like looking at each other and smiling. Yeah. So. Th- oh. Or just staring at Or just staring <laughs> And not smiling. And doing that. <laughs> so how are you? I'm all right. I'm happy with the weather. We're having a rare rainy day in Colorado, Denver. I love it. I know. We never get rain, so it's I delightful. It. I just want to go outside and like <sighs> dance. So nice. Dance the dancing that you I don't, don't do. Dance. I don't dance, but I will do it in the rain. <laughs> so that's really good. And we're supposed to have rain for like a couple of days, yeah. which is also very unusual and mm-hmm. we need it and... It just makes me happy, and everyone else gets so complaining about it. I'm like, it never rains. Shut up. <laughs> we need our water <laughs> because up. it's being bought and sold to Saudi Arabia. So let's oh, let's don't just get me let's started not talk about that, California. But we need it because they're stealing it from us. They're stealing our water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's nice. Yeah, that makes me happy. It's made me happy all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's an election in Denver. It is. My ballot got well, not my ballot, but my uh, they sent me a letter back saying that they didn't. <laughs> Except my signature. Um, what? Yeah, well, they said I didn't sign it, which is bullshit, because I know I signed it. I watched myself sign it. I was there yeah. when I did it. Uh-huh. And then they said that they either didn't recognize it or, like, it's not the signature on file. So I had to send them proof that it was me. Oh, my God. So I had to, like, send them my passport and, like, this affidavit saying that that's my signature or giving that's them a That's insane. Yeah, yeah. So I did that today. I'm like, that was me. Sorry. Because my signature doesn't look the same from... Second to second, and I've no. never gotten one back. I went from a three-letter last name to a fifty-letter last name, <laughs> so I everything is just oh, instead of the whole fucking thing. No, who so. wants? Uh, yeah, I definitely don't run out my name for my signature. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We have a local election, yeah. and we'll see how that goes tonight. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Did you vote yes or no for the psychedelic mushrooms? <laughs> that's the only fun well, thing the, on okay, the ballot. So Everything else was, is serious and heavy, that, but that's a funny one. <laughs> that was a funny one. So that one was to make it either a misdemeanor or a felony, right? Just to yeah, just to not make it pursue like to direct the police to just ignore it. Yes. So, so like, I don't worry about yes magic I've, mushrooms. I voted for them to 
not be so yeah. encumbered by that little, just be like, little detail. Be like, who cares? It's just like, it shouldn't be a felony. Yeah. I mean, don't do drugs, guys. They're bad. Or, you know, if you know a dog and you want to well, do them, Well, here's fine. the argument but, for them is they've done a lot of research and they have a huge beneficial um, benefit. <laughs> <laughs> There's another word I'm probably meant to use there, but then I didn't. I lost it. For people with a lot of like PTSD mm-hmm. and other um, mm-hmm. things, and they're ha- they have a harder time studying it because it's considered this illegal drug. Yeah. But the more that places like Denver or other places maybe change that law, then people with those like PTSD or other issues can have access to mm-hmm. psychic psychedelic mushrooms, and it's helpful to them. They yeah. they have proven that that has a you know, benefit. Yeah, that and... So it's, it's a mushroom. Come on. I don't yeah. care. Who cares? <laughs> but that and um, I think that there are way more egregious crimes out there happening oh. that... Yeah, I really don't care if That we really don't. Around. I mean... If they... Yeah, yeah no. Exactly. It's There's just... other things to be worried about and that's not high yeah. on the list. And I think yeah. directing the cops to go deal with other things is easier than... Yeah. Like, you really know? worry about those mushrooms, guys. Yeah. Get out there and find them. And that's all in conjunction with the privatization of the jails and the... Oh, sure. You know, and all of that stuff and money and all of that private money stuff is just not cool. Yeah. So... So... Yeah. yeah. But that's... That was the only fun thing on our was... Everything else is, like, serious. Yeah. Quickie? Quickie. Quickie. Would you like to meet an alien? Oh... Oh, like a outer space extraterrestrial? Someone not from our planet. Okay. Some kind of being of another either dimension or planetary system body. <laughs> All place. right. They just don't live here on Earth. Listen up. Yes. One of my favorite movies is The Fifth Element. Yeah, it's the best movie. So... It's literally the best movie. If it's The Fifth Element situation, yes. <laughs> if it's... Which... If it's a... A situation with the uh, Tom Cruise movie? No. I don't remember what that was called. I don't know either. It's the one where the aliens come down and they start, like, killing people and, like, sucking them and then they all die off because of the common cold. Oh, that's Signs. That wasn't Tom that, Cruise. No, that wasn't Signs. That, oh. Oh, wait, no. Tom, signs, they were <laughs> allergic to water. Yes. Okay. Signs Tom is, Cruise. Tom Cruise. So was that War of the Worlds? Did they remake yeah, Roar of the Worlds with Tom Cruise and I missed that? That's it. That's Dakota, terrible. Dakota Fanning Ter- was in it. I disagree entirely <laughs> with the premise of that movie. That's a great book. H.G. Wells is fantastic. Yeah, that's what, yes. World of Worlds. That was that. So um, no for that one and yes for Fifth Element. Okay, so you have caveats, caveats. if you would like to Always. meet an alien. Yes. Also, I really love Bruce Willis. He's my boyfriend. All right. Yes. Okay. Just going with that. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> I know you're no, listening. <laughs> the element is a good movie. We can all agree on that. I personally do not want to meet an alien. <laughs> I have no interest in it. Uh, I think that there is life. I just don't think it's ever going to be, at least not in our lifetime, it's going to be something that it's just space is too big. Sure. Space is really, really, really big. Yes. And since they aren't, Next door on one right. of the planets next to us, I just feel like it's not going to be an issue. But I do. I don't personally want to meet an alien. <laughs> that would upset me. I second the thought that we are not the only ones in this universe. No. I think it's just way too big. Oh, that but would be the dumbest thing to just, have a universe oh. that big and have us be the only. This planet have the only life. It seems so weird. Ugh. Yeah. 
So so weird. Okay, yeah. but yeah. So oh, it's fine. no aliens. No aliens. Stay home. <laughs> Unless it's Fifth Element, Unless then yes, we'll be Bruce Willis. Except for those Bangalores, they weren't very nice. I don't want to meet well, one no, of them. No, they are scary. Yeah, we'll see. There's some scary right. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't want to meet aliens. I just want to no, meet Bruce do. Willis. You just want to meet Bruce. Okay, we've narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> you want to meet Bruce Willis <clears throat> all right so what did we read today uh so we read you slay me by Katie McAllister narrated by Barbara Rosenblatt oh. and uh clits notes by Kalina clits notes uh so uh Ashlyn Gray is a courier from Seattle right was it Seattle doesn't matter America the USA <laughs> she's got to go to France to deliver a weird dragon statue that had a name that I don't Aquamanile. care to remember. Okay. You <laughs> cared to pretend to remember it. I cared not to. I was like, can we call it Dragon Statue? <laughs> I only remember things that aren't important. <laughs> no, I mean, it was. The statue's important for the story. That's true. But so she's taking the statue to France to deliver to this lady who bought it. And that's her job. She gets there. A woman's dead. She runs into a dragon becomes everyone everyone in Paris instantaneously knows that she is a guardian and that she is a wyvern's mate and she doesn't know any of these things she fundamentally day like <laughs> in the beginning of the book doesn't believe anything like that exists demons don't exist magic doesn't exist paranormal doesn't exist it's all made up and by the end of the book she's like the most powerful person in Paris yeah <laughs> She believes in the folklore, or not believes in it. She knows the folklore. She studied, she studied it. She it studied and understands demons, demon and stuff. texts, and like mm-hmm. like medieval texts about demonology and stuff. And she's read up on it, so she knows a lot. But she also doesn't know anything simultaneously. <laughs> so it's hard to judge what she does and does not know. Yeah, true. Because it depends on how she's feeling about things mm-hmm. and whether she's really going to try to know things or you know just wing it. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, so she naturally. Uh, gets framed for the murder and like that and a couple other murders thrown in just for fun. And then she finds out the murderer and takes over pretty much the Paris magical scene, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also falls in love with Drake. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to call it love. I'm going to say has a nice she, fun time with Drake. <laughs> she did at one point say that she only sleeps with men that she loves. She said that. And but so. Then she also said. That she doesn't love him. Right. <laughs> and that they She's just like, did it because they were like, emotional. You're an anomaly and, and I unmeet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I officially unmeet you. And he's just standing there like, okay. That's just not a thing, huh? Yeah. She undoes a lot of things that are She aren't does. Tr- She's like, I just declare a timeout. And I'm like, that's not how the world works. <laughs> but so, yeah. So we have, it's really a story of Ashlyn and Drake. Yeah. And it's, um. It's a funny book. It was written it's very, very well. I really a, appreciated it. The uh, first off, the sex scenes in this book weren't too descriptive, but they didn't need to be. She, With how she wrote them, was a bit, she's a talented writer. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She does not use so like Katie has her like. There's no vulgarity in the book. There's no language. Is that vulgar? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I it's, think it's, it's considered more socially accepted now. Yeah. Things are changing, but I think you could still classify. Well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't bad language run down vulgar. the street saying cock or dick or, you know. I mean. Well, yeah, I would. I believe that you would, actually. 
<laughs> I mean, if there was a purpose, I'm not going to do it randomly. Yeah. But the, she's very, I mean, it's very obvious throughout this book that she doesn't use mm-hmm. that language. Like, none of the characters. She uses central language. So she says, like, heat and core. Well, I mean, and... but I'm talking about just generally. Like, the language in the, she says poop. Oh. Like, when she's like, oh, poop. Right. And like, so obviously your character doesn't right, right. curse because, mm-hmm. you know. But then on top of it, the sex scenes, while incredibly hot, have very undescriptive language. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, things aren't described. Nothing's really – and it's a, it's impressive to have someone be able to write oh, yeah. scenes like that while not using any words mm-hmm. to describe any part of the body mm-hmm. that might be construed as, yeah. like, you know, not explicit. Or yeah. even, like, not even euphemisms like the other books use, like sheath and, and, mm-hmm. and rod and stuff. Like, none Channel. of those – <laughs> yeah. None of those are used. So I think it's a really interesting way to write and to write sex, like romance yeah. and sex scenes, to be so very tame and but it was, also sexy. And it was enough that you didn't even have to use your own imagination to make up different parts of the scene. No. She explained it all. She you know just didn't exactly have to be, what is happening. Yeah, explicit about it. It's very good. They were really I good. was like, high fives. Because <laughs> it took me a while. I was just like... I think it was maybe like the second or third time the character said poop. And I was like, why is she saying poop? That's a terrible word. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I don't like it, it in context like that. It's like, you're a grown woman. I, even if you don't want to curse, come up with a different word. <laughs> yeah, to like, me, like, like shit. darn. Well, um, don't say, I would say I'm shit. I'm like, oh, shit. But, that's a curse word. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of. Is it really even? Like, it's not that oh, bad. See, that's what I'm saying anymore. But just like say, oh, shoot, or oh, darn. Those are at least better. Poop (laughs) is just, it was, that's the thing. I was just like, stop saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you're a grown woman. Have a more diverse language. But anyway, (laughs) that's just a minor thing that could have changed. Let's talk about their meet cute. Okay. Drake is the green wyvern, wyvern. Of Paris. Is it Paris? Where are they at? No. Well, he's they are, from Hungary. They are in Paris, but I think I, – I don't know that there's clans everywhere. Okay. I think he's just the wyvern of the green clan. Okay. Of the of green dragons. dragon clan. Um, meets Ashling. 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 At this scene where they find the, the dead woman. Yeah, in the dead, dead woman's apartment. That she's supposed to take the off Hanging of up to. over a demon circle, mm-hmm. dead, knife in the heart. <laughs> strung, strung up. It's real graphic. I mean, it's not because she doesn't detail things. But, like, that's what they walk into. Well, that's what Ashlyn walks into and then gets startled by Drake. Yes. Who automatically, she's just like, whoa, this guy is hot and I shouldn't trust him. But um, she's like, who are you? I need to see some ID. And he tells her that he's part of Interpol. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, I need to see yeah, proof he, that well, you're he, part like, of that. Well, he, holds and... up his wallet and then, like, puts it away. <laughs> but I... I enjoyed this meet cute a lot. I don't know what it was about. Like, I think he knew automatically. Did he know automatically that she was his mate? I don't think so. I think he did think she was a guardian right away. He did ask her where her portal was. Yeah. They all, like, they all the did. whole of Paris was like, hey, guardian, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is a guardian? <laughs> yeah. So that's apparently, that's something that... It sounds like only women, and you're born into it, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to guard a portal to abandon, which mm-hmm. is hell. And you have to, like, I don't know, keep the demons in. And you can control demons. Yes. And also do and some other some powers of, of some of them. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, – that got a little convoluted, but there's a big storyline behind that. Like, 
Oh yeah, that we're we're just getting it. I, obviously, this is a long series, and there's going to be more mm-hmm. explaining about because she has to figure out what she is and find out and study and find a mentor who will train her, and then she'll find a portal. All of that is not in this book. Right. It's obviously going to come at some point in the series. But yeah. so we're just being introduced. So we don't know shit either. So yeah. we're just wandering around with like Ashlyn, going, "What do you keep calling me?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I like that how she, so she's real cautious of him because she doesn't she shows up at the scene that's all like you know dead woman and stuff. And he's just like so cool and so casual about the whole thing. And he's he knows yeah. he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. And no, I didn't kill her. And he's just got this like pulsing like aura just coming off of him where he's just the way that I pictured it was like a nerdy romantic. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, so she's like the awkward one that's just kind of like always stumbling and a little it seems like clumsy and just kind of mess messy and. Yeah. She doesn't have a good control of what's going on in her life. No. Um, and he's just like this calm, collected. And... She's an over-explainer of everything in her yeah, life. she <laughs> like, is. The, we're introduced to her standing at passport control in Paris mm-hmm. and like explaining to passport control how she has to keep this job because her ex-husband is a beach bum and she has to support him because the judge, the judge declares <laughs> she owed him alimony. So and I'm just like, way too much information yeah. for passport control. <laughs> Do not tell them that. <laughs> she likes to bl- – that's what it is. She's one of those – so when she's in an awkward situation, Situation, she just likes to blabber yeah. and then continue on and keep talking and making yes. conversations. Yes. And, and I stuff. think it's not so much awkward, but yes, it is that thing. Because other than that, I didn't think she was all that awkward. I mean, Jim's awkward, but. Well. <laughs> we'll get to Jim. <laughs> Jim is we'll awkward. get to Jim. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what I, I had to Well, say no, that, I think but. it's right because it, this is one of my favorite couples. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what I want to say. I'm not sure I want to say favorite couple, but this was one of my favorite because it felt the most, like, honest and true. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Almost all of our books, everyone's fucking faded and, like, it's destiny and you have no choices in life and you're going to meet your mate for life. Yeah. And even this, they are faded mates. Like, apparently there aren't – it's not necessarily that those two are faded – but that she, when you were born a wyvern's mate, you, that's just a thing that mm-hmm. you are born and, and other people aren't. Like he can be with other women, just regular human women, but he can't be with them permanently because he could kill them with his fire. Right. But she, as a wyvern's mate, can take fire mm-hmm. and that's fine. So like it feels destined and everything, but they do not fall head over heels no. in love and like try to kill other people to defend each other and like he barely takes care of her she fucking gets in so much trouble and he's just like "Mm, are you gonna pay me well also in the end of the book when she gets into that girl fight (laughs) she's getting her ass kicked by by two two women and he's just watching he's like oh what do you want well and then at one point he's like if i get you your passport back can you get your ass on out of here and go go back home like I thought that, I found that really surprising. And he's not jealous of any kind. Like he's just he doesn't care. I mean, it's, he gave a I little bit of twinge care. when she was hanging out with the other wyvern. Yeah, because she went and met a different wyvern, mm-hmm. and they hadn't quite made it yet. So I think he was like, "Wait, what the hell?" Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> technically, then she could have been with a different wyvern. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I I liked it because you know they had a heat and attraction that was you know bigger than yeah. just this destiny stuff. But it wasn't like. Oh, I met my destiny mate and immediately fell so hard in love with him that I can't even, like, stand to see them talk to someone. Like, mm-hmm. I really – like, she didn't like him and he didn't like her. But they didn't hate – they didn't bicker they didn't, and, like, they yeah. didn't have, like, a weird antagonistic bickering hate, like, relationship that happens in some of our books mm-hmm. before we get to the love. They just didn't know each other. Yeah. No, they were just two normal people-ish. They had 
really sexy attraction. Yes. But mm-hmm. once they fought that, they had really like, you know, normal conversation. Like a very normal it was and so, healthy interaction it with seemed each so other. It so real. And so yeah. like, yeah, you don't, even if you were to be mated and like this is the destined person for you for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't mean you have to like them right away. Right. You need to get to know them. And yes. that's really what I feel like this book was doing. So, yeah. yeah, that meet cute where he obviously knows more than he's saying. She mm-hmm. has no idea about anything. He thinks she knows, so he's assuming she's lying. Yep. And so he's like, why won't you just tell me where the demon went? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Demons don't exist. <laughs> and he's like, this woman won't tell me about the demons. Yeah. You know, they were really cute. And well, then like, he stole her fucking statue. He did, well, because the green, the green dragons are known for thievery. They steal. They're like assholes. leprechauns or something. They like shiny Oh, my God. I loved that he was that kind of dragon. Yeah. That he had like a horde. And like at one of the scenes, she's wearing a necklace with gold on it. Oh, yeah. And he just like smells it on he her and then like sticks out. his fucking nose in her chest, like <laughs> right in her boobs. Like, show yep. me the gold. Show me the gold. <laughs> a heart like addiction oh, or something i love it i love it. it's like a hound dog that could smell a like hot dog she, she <laughs> threw the other dragons off her trail by throwing yes. gold across the street yeah she's like he's got she's like, gold look, look 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 let's go let's go and then she threw it and they ran after the gold and she got away because apparently they're i love this it's like so none funny. of the other dragons in any of our other books seem to have this characteristic yeah like they talked about having hordes but i think that was just like they were all old, so they had obviously collected all riches because they're always mm-hmm, rich. Mm-hmm. But this dragon literally smells out gold and is like, <laughs> give it to me. Give it. Give me the gold. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And he puts his face right up on her. Oh, so good. Sniffs her out. Sniffs her. Mm-hmm. She's hiding gold in her bra for the whole yeah. fucking book. So there are three objects that seems to be like three very, very important objects like that when together... They create something super powerful. They draw power from Baal. Balthaz- Baal. Balthamel. No. Balthamel? No. Not Balthamel. Baal. Baal's above. <laughs> okay. I was like, I can get so there eventually. Baal. The, yeah. the Aquamanui. Uh, the head of de- Like the, the, the head, of head lord of, of demons. He's the number one. There's lords of demons. Demon lords. And he's the number one demon lord. Okay. Yeah. And so there's the Aquamanui, which she has and he stole from her. And then there's the eye of... Yeah, they're all Lucifer. There was the Eye of Lucifer, the Blood of Lucifer, and the Voice of Lucifer. I mean, they have other names, too. Mm -hmm. Like, they have, well, they have um, foreign names, like Aqua (laughs) Diminile. The Aqua Diminile. Aqua (laughs) Diminile. And, but those are what they are. So somehow together, if they were used by a practitioner, they could draw on that power from the Demon Lord. Mm -hmm. But... Flip side, he could draw their power in if they try to use it. Yeah. So there's this theory that he's trying to get them all together to be used so he could actually suck all of the power out of the surrounding practitioners, the mm-hmm. surrounding underworld of, of magical beings in Paris and mm-hmm. then like take over the world. Yeah. And, and you don't do you don't get to really find that out in this book. You don't really know whether or not Drake is a bad guy or a good guy. I, I think he's going to be a good guy. Well, I think he's, yes, but I think he's going to be complicated. Like, he has his own interests to pursue. Yeah. He's yeah. not, you know, the other dragon books had to, like, save humanity from evil sorcerers or whatever, or evil dragons mm-hmm. or evil whatever. But he's just, like, everyone kind of just has their own, there isn't a, like, good and bad. Okay. Every, not, not everything's black and white. Like, even... 
the head uh, guy of Paris who got killed, the second one, mm-hmm. whose uh, name I forgot. I don't remember what they called him. Virgilio. <laughs> Not that. It wasn't that. Sorry. Oh, Virgilio. is doing the best garlic bread. Oh, God. Bread. I got shit. Now I'm mad. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. The I Santa Maria. That. No, it started with a V. The V. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. He got killed, but before that, he was, like, super powerful, but also, like, kind of dark sometimes, but also kind of light sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he had this club that he set up to be a... Venediger. Venediger, yes. <laughs> I knew it was going to come to me. So, yeah, I just think that it's neat, because this book doesn't seem to have, like, okay, we should talk about Jim. Yeah, you know, Jim, so... he's my favorite. So at one point, Ashlyn decides she needs help. She doesn't know anything. People keep calling her this guardian that she doesn't understand and so she decides the only help she can get is if she summons a demon Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she goes and she gets her book of demon summoning summoning and she summons up a demon she she reads through all the lists and decides she you know she can buy secondhand versions of the materials that are needed (laughs) she's like meh let's cheap out on everything (laughs) instead of gold i've got copper instead of this i've got dead man's ash i got just regular ash we don't need actual holy water you know it's fine we can just skimp and so she leads to the list and comes up with like, okay, this demon just seems to shake with something. I forget what it said, but it was a funny description. She's like, that doesn't sound too scary. Yeah. I'll pick him. So she summons this demon and this giant Newfoundland dog shows up in her. And his name is Ephra Jim. And he goes by Jim and he talks. And he's so cute. Oh my oh, God, I love him. I, we would really like to have a new fee. Oh, I want a new Finland so bad. Especially one that talks and is a demon. So he's like, yes, he's a demon, but one, he's been cast out by his own (laughs) demon lord because he played some kind of prank where a leviathan (laughs) tried to mate with him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And so he has no powers. So when you get cast away by your demon lord, you have no power. So by her summoning him, she's become his demon lord. So now she's a demon lord. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and a guardian. A guardian and a wyvern's mate. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's never happened before. <laughs> so he's, you know, he's not great. He's not, like, in terms of he's not a good, good guy. He's still a demon, but he's also, like, not bad. No. And he just helps her, kind of, when she kind of needs him, he kind of helps. <laughs> he's a smart ass and he's, oh, he's sassy. A, just, he's just a jerk. And he's in love with a corgi. <laughs> a really old corgi. A really old little corgi lady that he's just in love with and he licks her ears. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's always trying to get you. <laughs> There's one scene where he's all like, you just get on top and do the, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll just lay on my back and, and you, you can like, get, get on, on top. top. It'll, be, it'll work. It'll work, honey. And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't hurt the little oh, corgi. Awesome. <laughs> so we love Jim. Jim's our favorite. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Jim. I like the uh, the taxi guy too, Renee. Oh, Renee's great too. Yeah, Renee's human and he's like her taxi driver throughout this whole thing. And he um, joins her eventually in her little ventures where she goes and tries to figure all this out. Cause, so the, Paris has taken away her passport so she doesn't have – Oh, yeah. The she, police straight up think she might right. potentially be a murderer. Mm-hmm. So and they if not, leave. she's working with one. Yes. Yeah, she's cashed in her plane ticket because she does. Her bags get stolen from the hotel, and so she doesn't have anything. Why did that never come back? I don't know. I think- I was adamant 
either Drake or thought, the police had taken her bag. I thought Drake took it. I was sure. To, I was sure that when she showed up at his house, she She's was going to open the room it. and there was going to be her bag of stuff. Yep. And it did not happen. And I was like, yeah. did it literally just get stolen? I think that it did. does not tie. Nothing. It didn't tie at all. Like, like how can that many bad things happen to one right? person? No. And see that? I think that's good writing because now we're on our toes about the fucking bag. I kept wanting that bag to show up all fucking We'll never day. see it again. <laughs> Never. We'll never see it again. Never came back. I was like, God damn it. Where's that fucking bag? Who has the bag? Yeah. So she's got all this bad luck just happening oh, on guess. her side. And and so, I mean, I guess that happens when you're you a know, guardian of a demon a, portal. That and an accused of murder. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah, she can't leave. So she yeah. starts figuring out. She decides she has to figure out who killed she them. starts detecting, doing detective work and she's stuff like that. She's not very good at No, she's not. That's why I'm like, she, to me, she seems like she's just a mess. And she's just trying to get all of her stuff together. And she's worried that her uncle isn't going to pay her for all the time that she's got here and that she's doing stuff there. And, you know, so she's in her head a lot. What I do like, I do like her writing style. And I also like how she sort of interacts with the reader. So she's just like, you guys may have noticed this, but I haven't noticed it yet. It just came to my attention this very yeah. moment. And all those times, I was screaming, why haven't you figured this out yet? This is so fucking obvious. And she's just like, I know, I know. You probably already know. You could have told me. I tried. <laughs> you weren't listening. So I love that inter- when you have that interaction with the reader and you're just, yeah. you know, when you're telling your story. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's good writing. Yeah. I think it was fun. It was funny. It was good, yeah, and yeah, she's she's a fun character. She was a she was difficult sometimes though, because I really was like, you have to figure this shit out faster. Yeah, like <laughs> there were some parts of there were some questions sometimes. where I was like, it's not that hard. Well, that and she was real stubborn about some things too. Yeah, she got really. I I can't pick of anything real specific. Her but... going to the Blue Dragon was nonsense. Oh yeah, nonsense. She was gonna have him protect. The oh, uh, eye right. of Lucifer, but yeah. like she didn't do any re- like, and everybody in the community's like, "Don't do it! Don't just go over yeah. there! Don't do it!" And she's like, "I'm just gonna go do this," <laughs> and so she just storms off and goes and meets a person who's a fucking dragon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there he's a water dragon, so that he was very different than Drake. Drake was a earth dragon, maybe green, whatever green. No, it's they're the opposite. He's a fire dragon. Is he fire? Yeah, because water and uh, they were talking about the the opposites of the elements that the. Oh no, he's an air dragon. Air dragon, yeah. So, the blue dragon's an air dragon. Yeah. Oh, because that's why they ran through water because they would hate water. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, yeah, and they were talking about how the opposites of but Dr- Drake is hot, but he's green. I guess I thought he was earth, but I don't know. They didn't say it doesn't matter. You know what? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, so she just walks into this dragon's lair. Carrying the Eye of Lucifer. Now, it's hidden in her bra, but yeah. she knows dragons can smell fucking gold. Mm-hmm. Or. Or. <laughs> and are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like, it just didn't make any. I was just like, oh, honey, this is a bad idea. She, uh, the whole book, she was getting herself into lots and lots of precarious and dangerous situations. She was she was found at two, three different murder scenes. The last one was a fake one. But yeah. there were three different ones that she was discovered at. And so... Obviously, everybody thinks you're out there killing all these people, especially yeah. because you're known as a guardian. Yeah. And, a and you're the last one seen all the time. Like, <laughs> exactly. Just nuts. And it's you have a talking so... dog. And you have a talking dog <laughs> that follows you around. But the adventure is fun. It's so fun. It's fun. It's just, the yeah, is there fun. was 
she needs she needs to figure more things out and i assume she will yeah future books see she has a i think there are some parts where she has a hard time accepting some things and also other times where she's just like oh hmm, okay which is was a little bit hard for me to take because like she had a really hard time accepting the fact that she is drake's mate mm-hmm. or yeah, that she kept saying he no. didn't he didn't kill like he is not the killer so she was just adamant about him being the killer but then she'd wake up in a flowing like beige dress that she knows she didn't buy or fall asleep in and oh was God. totally okay with it it drove that that particularly <laughs> i was like oh bitch no you know How what happened you not go crazy so with it we should talk about this because this is my favorite like the the scene preceding this is yes. my favorite favorite fucking it's scene good. so it's the very first scene in the book with any you know with sex in it mm-hmm. and she goes to sleep and immediately starts dreaming and she's like oh i'm in a dream and then drake's there and he's like no i called you here now she's convinced it's a dream the whole oh, time, yeah. even though having completely lucid conversations. And I'm like, who has lucid conversations in their dreams? Like she's asking <laughs> him about the murder oh, yeah. and like who hired him and what's he doing here and what's this. And he's answering some of them, but they're like, he's, they're, they're getting flirting, pretty hot touching. and heavy and they're touching. And she's like, I'm in this weird negligee, this, you know, satin gown that I didn't buy. And he's like, oh, maybe that's part of my dream, you know, or my mm-hmm. fantasy. And then they have sex. And, you know, he's like, you have to make sure you want it because this is. We're going to mate this first time dragon style. And I'm going to burn you with my fire. I want dragon style. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so good. I want to, like, get the book, highlight this entire (laughs) section, hand it over to a certain someone and be like, memorize. (laughs) I like this scene. This scene does it for me. It was so good. And then she like, yeah, it happens. They have, it was very fun. Good scene. Oh, God, good scene. It was good. It was... She be, and she let her she let it she let herself loose because she just was adamant that it was a dream. So she was just like, she's like yeah, fantasy. I'm Who cares? I don't have this. to feel bad about fantasy. Yeah, which oh, is one of my favorite lines. I wrote it down. It's such a good line. It is my favorite line. So she says, "I refuse to feel guilty about fantasies," huh. and I think I think we should highlight that shit. And that's like, write it everywhere. The, that's our new like podcast it's, it is. logo. <laughs> I refuse to feel guilty about fantasies. Fuck yeah, that's what the, we're doing here. It is exactly what we're doing. Like, here. I don't feel guilty for reading these books. No. I like them. They make me happy. I do it. I did it out loud today when the guy across the street was taking pictures of his house because he just built a fence. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm listening to this really loud. Well, but I don't that's care. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's fine. Oh, yeah. So, but anyways, so. Oh, such a So, good yeah, scene. so she says that and then. And then oh. she wakes up. Wait, we're not going to describe the scene. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's talk about it. That's okay. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know it in detail. Come on, it's me. Okay, I, I remember. Can do it. I know it. Fucking, I've listened to it three times. I, I was like, he, I know this scene. I know he goes down on her. I know well, she. So, so they're kissing, okay. and she's like, "Well, since this is a fantasy, in my fantasy, there's a giant chaise lounge, like you know, gold, red and gold satin pillows, and I can Tassels. so I can play all over you because he's gorgeous, and who doesn't want to play on top of him? <laughs> and so naturally, a chaise lounge appears because it is kind of a dream, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> And so he takes her to it and then he like strips down and gets on top of her and like starts pulling up her dress. And then at one, like they're making out and she's, you know, telling him, I don't get, I don't care. I just need you. I want you inside me. And he's like, okay. And then he has her legs trapped and she's like, well, I don't understand how we're, (laughs) she gets confused. And he's like, no, we're doing this my way first Mm -hmm. because this is, this is the dragon way. Yep. 
and he just takes control Mm -hmm. and he like yeah pulls her legs up and gives her a couple of good oral Mm -hmm. moments and then Mm -hmm. flips her over immediately and like lays on top of her and spreads her legs and takes takes it it. just and like bites her shoulder while doing it and she's like i don't usually just take pleasure without giving it and he like made her just kind of let him Mm -hmm. do what he needed to do to get you know them Mm -hmm. both off and Mm -hmm. it was beautiful Oh my god! That's so good. That was it, it. Was so good. Now I've I've never had an orgasm from behind because mm-hmm. I'm a clitoral stimulation mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of chick. But God, these type of scenes make you so envious of oh yeah of the of everything of all the characters <laughs> of even the author that is writing it of yeah. the narrator that is describing it. It's <laughs> just like God. Why can't? Why doesn't that? I know. Should happen in real life, and if it has, can somebody please write us and please describe <laughs> to us and let us know because we're getting it fantasized in these books and uh-huh. described to us in that way. And those, I mean that that one is our favorite. Yes, like no, it's our favorite position. Yeah, so it's just, but I th- yeah, it's just it's so good. So no, this, <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes, and I think I think it can be done. I think it just depends. Like everybody, every woman's different. Well, I would really like for you to have it written down and give it to you know. Oh, I'm going to. A, I'm not joking about that. I'm going to give it <laughs> and be like, please let me know if this is an issue. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I know that he's talking about because it's the the dragon's way. So we're going to mate the first time the dragon's way, and we'll do it the next time the human way uh-huh. or whatever. But imagine having like that stimulation at first when he's going down on her and then he just like flips her over and just takes her yeah like, i don't know i know that's why i like the scene <laughs> I, like, Come on. I, like, I have imagined that i, like, I just listened to the scene and i like it i listened to this book twice yeah i listened to that scene like seven times yeah a lot it was, so it was good. a good scene it was so good Really Although I well. could not repeat it for you because I can't remember. Things. I know exactly what. <laughs> but then they do it. So so that was the the dragon mating scene, and they yes. do have a human mating scene later. They do, but here's the thing. She so she's really convinced. Like that we're going back to like her being so stubborn oh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. not willing to necessarily look at all angles mm-hmm. to, from everything. She wakes up wearing the negligee from the dream yeah. that she knows she never bought and does not own. And, and she it. just takes that on faith that somehow that it. happened to her. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You might want to investigate. That probably wasn't just a dream. Yeah. Like, maybe he can transport you through space and time. I don't fucking know. For sure. And then when she sees him again, they talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, And like she's sort totally of okay with it being a shared dream that they it's had. And I'm like, so... those don't happen. No. Pillow talk doesn't happen that way. Obviously, this is something more important going on between the two of yeah. you and she's just just like yeah it was just ah, a dream it was a shared fantasy that just <laughs> happened to coincide in every detail so yeah she was stubborn about a lot of things and yeah. that was one of them she but if i really woken up and addressed and i know i didn't put myself in oh my god you'd have to lock me away because i'd be convinced <laughs> i'd lost my mind <laughs> i'd be like who did this <laughs> who did this who's in here also wait I don't sleep solidly. How did I get changed I into a new outfit? For you, that'd be, and I'd be like, who put clothes on me? <laughs> See, lots of things. See, lots of things. Stop putting clothes on me so, while yeah, I'm sleeping. I really, it, it just, it is weird that 
she's very yeah she's very adamant that certain things can't be and then just accepts other things as like no yeah. that's fine it's whatever and i'm like oh it's the strangest thing so. but maybe maybe it was because it was just too good she couldn't deny it well yeah no i but she kept saying it was just not real uh, i would have oh. said oh then that was real <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that was 100 percent real i would absolutely believe that to be true that was because I couldn't make that shit up in my own head. No. It was too good for that. It was way too good. And it was written so well that you didn't need the extra words to describe it no. for you. No. So. so thanks, Katie. Yeah. That one's great. What else was it? Um, Should we do our kiss and tell? I think so. There okay. might be time. All right. Let's do our kiss and tell. So for this episode, um, we sort of talk about their meet cute and how when they first meet each other, Drake walks into this scene with Ashling, and she's just like, oh my god, this guy is totally hot. I cannot trust hot men. So our kids tell is going to be if... Well, and not only not trust him, but also like she was instantly not trusting herself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. parts of her body were like, that guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the other part of her mind was like, he's in a murdered woman's apartment. He's probably a murderer. <laughs> She you did. Shut up. And she had some battling. <laughs> focus on that. <laughs> um, she had some battling moments with her own body. She was just like, "You betraying body." And <laughs> so that was really good. Yes. And so um, our kiss and tell is if we have ever. Oh wait, what? Yes, no. Yeah, just like you know, <laughs> have you ever had that experience where you've met someone and just been like, "Oh no, you're too yeah. hot." I'm sorry. <laughs> have you ever worked with There's... or met or dealt with anybody that you're just like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I have. So at the office a couple years back, uh, we had a rep come in who wanted to do a benchmark on our retirement plan. And his name was Jordan. And he was gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, ridiculously gorgeous. And you're just like, that's not natural. Like, it out, like you do not see people that hot outside of ads, like magazine ads. Sure. And shit. Like, he yeah. was model gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting at my desk talking to me about retirement plans and shit. And I'm just like, oh, I can't work with you. <laughs> I don't, this isn't going to help. No, this is not possible for me. And it was not really about him. It was more about like, I'm going to say something offensive. I'm going to not pay attention. (laughs) I'm going to like lose all of our 403B money because I'm going to be like, sure, Jordan, just take it. It's fine. (laughs) Like signing over everybody's retirement plans. Jordan could totally have scammed me and I would have let it happen. So that's why I had to be like, no, Jordan, I don't think this is going to work out. Do not come back. He was gorgeous. Oh, I bet. I bet he sounds. I have one as well, and he was an ADT, like, door-to-door salesman guy. And this was, I think, I think it was during our freshman year of college. might have been during a break or something. Mm-hmm. When I came home, or it was spring break, I don't remember. And I told you earlier that I don't remember his name, and I totally remember his name. <laughs> his name is Jake. Um, oh, it's those J names. I know. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Oh my god, you're totally right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we have live example here, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> Jake, ADT salesman. Yes, and so he was just a door-to-door guy that um, came around and was selling security. And I think he was part of like a big group from a different state. I know exactly where. I'm not going to say which. And I answered the door in my bathrobe and he followed up the next day to see if I was interested in getting ATT. I'm like, yeah, I'm 18 years old. This isn't my house. But when do you and I want to get together? (laughs) 
He was gorgeous. <laughs> oh my god, he was so beautiful. And I mean, we uh, the girls, you know which girls? You mm-hmm. were out of state, so it was the other four. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I'm part of that four. The other three. <laughs> Went and hung out with him at his oh. apartment and their friends. Ah. Um, Jen begged me not to sleep with him. She begged me not to sleep with him. Why? I don't know. She smelled something bad. She oh, smelled well. something bad. And, you know, I, you, you, you trust the instinct of your girlfriends. I would have trusted literally anyone else. I know. <laughs> Except for her. <laughs> I think it was because he had, well, he, one, he was speaking Spanish He's a white dude, but he was speaking Spanish to his other friends that were we were in this apartment with like four or five other people um, watching a movie, and she heard him say something that I didn't understand, and mm-hmm. so she but she like, understood that she yeah partially understood. She never told me what I said though. Hmm. Never asked. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I didn't get to um, buy any security, and I I didn't get to you know. Yeah, I bet that happened to him a lot. <laughs> oh God, I'm sure, and I mean I don't know how many like girls he goes and tells where he lives like where he's living at the moment and say come hang out with me bring all your girlfriends you know yeah and so i was like okay and we did we watched i don't even know oh we watched that um what's that funny model movie with owen oh zoolander yes we watched <laughs> zoolander i don't remember what that movie was no, about because i spent yeah. the whole night touching his hair i wanted to but jen told me not to so i didn't well i don't know whether that was right or wrong i can't <laughs> say i wasn't around i don't know I do like, you know, hopefully if he was giving off weird vibes, then that was all real. He wasn't to me. No, but I mean to her that she was was being serious about that. There was a point where we were all in his room and it was either him or his roommate had just taken a shower. Me and Chimmy were on his bed and whoever this person was walked out and the other one of his friends pulled his towel out from around his waist Mm -hmm. and he was facing us. And I like, like dived into the bed before I saw anything. (laughs) And I don't know if. Chimmy did the same thing too, but it was just like Whoa. knowing Chimmy knows she wouldn't have caught on. Oh no, she still would have been talking about whatever she was talking about, whatever biochemistry. Well, see, my interaction with Jordan was much more professional. <laughs> You're good. You didn't want to risk your job. Oh no, or your reputation. Whereas I'm like, oh. Hey, I have a car. I'm single. Let's do this. Well, and he just showed up at your house. He's not, you know. It's It's interesting that both of them are salesmen. Yeah. That both these stories revolve around men that are too attractive and do sales. They know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They send beautiful men out there to sell shit. I just was like, oh, no. I mean. (laughs) Mine was, yeah. I, I think mean, Jordan was a great guy, probably, and probably really good at financial services. Sure. I just was like, I, <laughs> I need to have, I just need to have a relationship with someone that I'm not going to be like <laughs> ogling all the fucking time, because I feel like that's not what I need out of my retirement plan at work. So I don't think I feel it's bad. fair. Also, I do want to defend, as a nonprofit, we just like are always with the cheapest <laughs> providers for oh, things. Sure. And his particular companies, their offer was considerably more expensive. So oh. I wasn't going to go for that. Sorry, so it wasn't Jordan. just because he was attractive. I didn't turn him down just for that. That beef, not there. <laughs> <Right>, sure. <laughs> but I did be like, I'm sorry. That just financially doesn't make sense for my company. <laughs> you take so much more money from us. But can I have a picture of you so I can keep it with my wallet? I kept his card. <laughs> Not in my wallet, but like I, I nailed it to the or like thumbtacked it to my bulletin board next to my, my desk. It. And he would call like every six months to see if I would changed my mind for a while. Not yeah. not forever, but for like sure. a year or two. And I just be like, oh, Jordan, 
no, it's not going to work, Jordan. I'm sorry. Well, I always, when we come here, yep. I'm always real happy to see Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. And harass Johnny. So And harass Johnny. <laughs> well, not as much as I used to anymore. We've had a I've discussion. I've been really good about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, it's just... <laughs> It'll turn out. You should. <laughs> all good Me? things, Johnny. All good things. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, let's go Stay before Celeste starts saying words out of her mouth. Go. Next question. Next question. Oh, we were going to turn this like right into our fun fuck fact. Okay. But that's over there. It is over there. So I'll breathe into the mic while you go get that. <laughs> Boy, it's hot in here. What's that? I know. <laughs> you literally. I'll start singing. I'm singing songs. No, that's not how I sing. I sing way worse than that. All right. I'm back. So to go along with what we were just discussing and how horrible people we are, <laughs> we thought we define. <laughs> we're not good. It's not nice. <laughs> the physical attractiveness stereotype. Oh, yeah. Because... This is, and this is from a Wikipedia article I uh, found and didn't read, but uh, skimmed. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) it's just a quick article about how, you know, along with other stereotypes where you snap judgment about people based on what they look like. Yes. That sometimes people on the high end of the attractiveness scale face similar, like, snap judgments that aren't always in their favor. True that. So. I don't know how much more of this you want to hear. Okay. I was going to say, I know that this is not a fun fucked fact. No, it's not. But I do have to say that I don't believe my, now there's just three of you. I don't believe that you guys really liked me in high school. Yeah. When you first, <laughs> when you guys first met mm-hmm. me. Because I was. In, Pretty. I, well, <laughs> I was in too with. attractive. I was in with the guy crowd. And so, like, I was with all of the, you know, you know which guys I'm talking about. Yes, I know. And so you never confessed to that. But Jimmy had no problem telling me she hated me. <laughs> well, Jimmy doesn't have social skills. <laughs> well, and I don't know if Jennifer or M's felt that way either. But I just, I didn't think much. I mean, I just. It's not my fault. Well, I didn't go one way or the other until we didn't really start hanging out until sophomore year or so. No, really? Well, sort of. You taught me how to swim freshman year. That was freshman? I don't know. Yes. No. Well, then I obviously was hanging out no, with you No, that was then. sophomore year. No, it was second semester freshman year. Okay. And I didn't have a problem with you. And oh, good. And I felt like we got along really well during that. I and thought so, too. I didn't. I, I mean, it was high school. And yeah. all of, well, I don't know. I was coming in with literally only Jennifer. No, like, I didn't know anyone else who was yeah. going to school there. Because yeah. no one really from my middle school fed into that school. Yeah. Um, and Jennifer was 100% different than yeah. <laughs> the Jennifer I knew in middle school. So I was like, who is this person? <laughs> this is not the person I knew. So, and then I was in almost only classes with Chiami. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't in classes with a lot of the other freshmen. Okay. So I think that was it. Yeah. I didn't and dislike you. Oh, I just no. didn't know you. And, and that's okay. I was just trying to find And you it. were so much more confident hanging out with, like, those guys. I was. I was. I'm always a lot more confident and hanging out with guys they are than weird. I am with girls. They're totally weird. And, and I was like, fucking weirdo. I don't think I want to hang out with those weird guys. <laughs> 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 I don't know. 
Yeah, but I mean, we got stuck with some of them as friends for all the four years of high school. And oh, yeah. they were still very weird. Oh, they're still weird <laughs> up until this day. But I love them. Still so good people. So but, yeah, I just, I mean, I was just gonna say that, like, to go along with that fact, it's um, it's not fair to some of those people. I love, I love when I'm like online and I'm reading a blog or I'm reading something or seeing the news about someone who is. Um, especially women in particular, who are helping out and encouraging other women to feel mm-hmm. confident about themselves. So you could be beautiful in your eyes or in the eyes of others and still be a good person, And but you can also be one that isn't as confident mm-hmm. or is really shy or just isn't too open or knowing that you're either smart or really beautiful or both or all of it, mm-hmm. but that other women are out there to encourage that and to go yeah. up to them and be nice to them versus being so combative at first. Because oh, yeah. it's, it should never be a competition between all of us. Well, yeah, it, it shouldn't. And it's, you know, we're trying to break down stereotypes for a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. in society now, it's becoming like not weird, shouldn't stereotype people based on ethnicity, gender, race, any of it. And another piece of that is this attractiveness. Like, because yeah. you might, like, see a really beautiful woman and me- immediately assume she's mm-hmm. an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, that happens mm-hmm. a lot. Even, or for pretty men. Or assume that they, like, here's one thing. Most people assume attractive people are trustworthy. Mm. There's all this talk right now about Ted, uh, Bundy. Ted Bundy. Because, mm-hmm. like, they, the Netflix movie just yeah. came out and those Ted Bundy tapes. And mm-hmm. he was really attractive for his time. And everyone, you know, and so women trusted him because yeah. he, and he was suave and and cool and like he just could put on a good persona like Mm -hmm. and so you know that snap judgment or stereotype is like oh well i can trust him he's Mm -hmm. really attractive you can trust attractive people well turns out sometimes you can't sometimes (laughs) you can't so it's just it's you know but that's they're hard to combat because those are things that have probably been you know culturally ingrained in us for a long Mm -hmm. time so you're, you're fighting a lot of, like, history of, yeah. like, the things you've been taught and the things that you see on TV every day where all of the models are yeah. the ones selling you things. And yeah. you're like, obviously, I want to try that because she likes it and sure. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mm-hmm. should buy that item. So we're fighting all kinds of fucking social issues yeah. and, like, socialization cues that it's important to try to just get to know people. And more so in during this day and time during you know with all of things political wise and everything i think people should really come together and and be more helpful and encouraging for one another instead of absolutely being so negative in that sense i don't know how many particularly women i've told men this too but particularly women that i i've told them i was like you know i i envy you i think you're beautiful i think you're smart and you know i i love the dress you're wearing and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i don't say it condescending wise and just the look on their faces of, wow, thank you, is amazing mm-hmm. to me because it's one, they don't get that enough either just randomly or from other but women. But not in a creepy way. <laughs> no, I'm only creepy with men and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. No, I creep. get that too. And, and <laughs> you know, if I work sometimes with the public and, yeah, if you see someone who's like you really like their bag, yeah. I think complimenting especially people's like clothing or articles mm-hmm. because those are things that they've chosen. So sure. they're, they're using as an expression tool yeah. usually is a good way to not be creepy and not be like just pulling out a, sure. like a physical trait that maybe someone doesn't like. Right. Like you might pick up on a physical trait that you think is pretty and they I don't, don't. know how many boobs I see out there and I want to say, oh my God, I like your boobs. But I'm not going to. I think you could go either way. So women <laughs> might appreciate that and some women might yeah. not. So I try to, yeah. But something that they've honestly... <laughs> 
like effort into like like I like this bag and so I carry this bag. I love to compliment those mm-hmm. things because mm-hmm. it makes people happy and that you've noticed something that they've yeah. like I love it when I get compliments on, you know, pieces of clothing or yeah. jewelry or, you know. People always compliment my cat hat. People love your cat they hat. Your cat love hat's my amazing. Cat hat. So, yeah. you know. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that is just yeah, building people up, not judging them. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I'm just going to apologize forever to that poor guy. I mean, this was like seven years ago. Oh, yeah. This was so long ago, and I still like it haunts me <laughs> yes. to this day. Where <laughs> I'm like, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. You know, Jake was almost 20 years ago, so <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> he had he's a kid fine. back then, so he's got a 20-year-old right now. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, be nice and I don't know. Be nice and be nice. Yeah, just be nice. Just be Don't nice. be assholes, guys. Yeah. This book was full of nice people and also assholes. Yeah. So um, we would recommend this book. There's another really hot sex scene towards the end yeah. there when they discover a, a another real dead one. one. Physical real, yeah, like the physical realm. Yeah, the human one. I mean, he they're like oh, I love that. fighting almost. <laughs> well, okay. well, she's accusing him of so much. They find a third dead body, which is <laughs> just about like in like two days. That's going to strain your just sanity i think sure when you stumble across your third dead body of your <laughs> trip to your first time to paris you're like i think i might be losing it I may not so she might back. have come off as a little bit hysterical sure she might have been screeching also in her defense the dragons do not answer questions directly true, and don't. she had asked them both questions and they both evaded and she's like why won't you dragons answer your question mm-hmm. and so he slapped her because you know he's a jerk a little bit and he thought she was hysterical so she punched him in the nose. I he slapped her. Yeah, I did. I missed that. I know she punched him. I didn't know he. Slapped yeah, her. he slapped her like the hysterical woman slap. What well, like the? <laughs> what is it? Quote unquote. Air quotes. Because hyster- you've seen it in movies. Oh, I've seen other women do it to other women. No, no. I've seen men slap crazy women Ooh. because they're. Up, you know, they're 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 being hysterical. Because their uterus is wandering. Obviously, the wandering <laughs> uterus is making you nuts. So calm down. I'll hit you, and that'll make you calm down. Oh, I don't okay. know why hitting a person would make them calm down, <laughs> but it didn't make her. Point. It didn't make her calm down. Wow. So she well, launched herself at him and punched him in the nose. That's right. I mean, I remember that. I don't remember him slapping you, but yes. Well, or yeah. Slapping, I not mean, you, her. Well, no, he wouldn't slap me, but but I mean. You know, obviously violence is not the answer. Yeah. I don't like when men hit women, but women shouldn't hit men back. But it was a funny, it, it, it was an okay scene. It wasn't like, it wait, wasn't wait, the worst. Wait, We've was, had yeah. worse. Like, I don't want to, like, let's not get hung up on that. Ooh, that one's coming out. So, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so she punched him and made him bleed. And the other dragon was like, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. And she runs and then they have sex. Oh, but it was so good. Yeah. He went in after her, so they she ran she ran into the other office, which was right next door. I don't know why you don't it's run out into like place to run to. the police station. A room with no but, outs. <laughs> so, one exit. But he just I mean, he manhandles the hell out of her, but he takes her. He like pushes her up against the wall. She's legitimately scared because she did punch well, him in the nose and make she him punch a dragon in the nose. She's like, Oh, he's gonna hurt me. Well, yeah. But he doesn't. He just no. starts kissing he her. He just rips off her panties and fucks her. Like it's yeah. Against the wall. Uh, mm. Read it, guys. Read we can't book. tell you about this one because we're already we already overdue. told you all of the other. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, like, there's plot and story and other stuff that happens in this. It's fun. Book. So yeah, read and it. I, I'm interested. I'd like to finish it, the series, and find out how she does with her new life of being a guardian mm-hmm. and a wyvern's mate. And yeah, so. 
ratings. <laughs> Why are we not? I don't know. Okay. No, we're not bad. We're good. We're good at this. We know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Yes, you do. <laughs> so what do you give on our dirty pleasure rating? I think it's an 8-9. Okay. I think it's a super squishy fuck me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked the book. I liked the writing. I liked the sex scenes. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, it's somewhere in that in that area of 8-9, especially following the less two, you know, previous two not as exciting yes. books. Yeah. So it was really good to get into this one and be like, oh, I just like this. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I can give it a straight eight. Mm-hmm. Super squishy. The scenes were incredible. The writing was good. I just love that she was just, she could just make up this scene where you don't have to use your imagination, but you also don't need vulgarity. No. I mean, and I don't mind vulgarity. We curse oh, no. all the time. We say fuck I just think all it was, time. it was just a unique skill. It was it's a cool. skill set to see and to watch someone who can write like that. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's talent. Yeah. You know, not everyone can do that. Mm hmm. And it was humorous and, yeah, good writing. God, and I love Jim. I want... I want a Newfie that talks to me. I want a demon dog. Me too. Do you think we could give Pancake a demon and make him talk? Oh, he would want to talk to me about Skittles all the time. (laughs) I just know it. (laughs) God damn it, Pancake. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, yeah, guys, that's good. Read the book. (laughs) Anything else? Do we have anything coming up we need to talk about? Oh, are we going to talk about our next book? Well, we are, but... (laughs) We should mention that. What are we reading? Okay, so for our next book, we are going to read Unchained. It's it's the uh, Blood Bond Saga, and the books are going to be from one to three in this audio book, and it's going to be by... Not going to be. It is by... (laughs) Helen Hart, narrated by John Lane and Lauren Rowe. So we're going to get dual narrators again, and hopefully it'll be the way that we... See if we like it more. ...expected it to be. (laughs) And this one's real cool because she's a local author. Yep. And we're actually, hopefully, going to get a chance to meet her at the end of the month. And this will be completely irrelevant to you guys in six months. But we're going to go to the... What is it called? The Pop Culture Con. Denver Pop Culture Con. Denver Pop Culture Con. Renamed the old... Comic-Con, because they can't call it that anymore. San Diego owns that. <laughs> San Diego owns so, it. So, yeah, yeah, they renamed, rebranded Pop Culture Con, and for the first time ever are inviting romance authors. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go and meet a bunch of them, hopefully. Yep. Hopefully Helen's one of the ones we get to meet, and we'll have just read her book. Yeah. And so we're excited about that. It's yeah. going to be fun. So join There's us like 20 that. romance authors going to be there. super so. excited. I'm more stoked that the boys' graduation is going to be the day before, and I'm not going to miss it. So... <laughs> That's too. Yeah. Yes. All right. So in the meantime, reach out to us on social media if you want to. We would appreciate it. We like to. We like hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. It makes us feel good. We it know does. people are listening and enjoying our podcast. So that's sh- Dirty Books at Twitter, Instagram. Actually, you know what? We just really don't use Twitter anymore. I mean, barely. Uh, yeah, whatever is I, I, posting from our blog <laughs> goes up there, but that's automatic. I just feel like don't reach out to us on Twitter. We wouldn't pay, we wouldn't notice. <laughs> so Instagram and Facebook are definitely places we notice if mm-hmm. people uh, say anything to us. So yeah, Sturdy Books, and that's sh- with three H's. Or you can email us at sturdybooks at gmail.com. 
And go to our website to find out a little bit more about us and all of our previous episodes at sturdybooks.com. And you can find us on any of the podcast platforms. And we will be there. So this is Selat. This is Kalina. And that's Johnny. Hi, Johnny. We will see you later. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Selat. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy and wonderful introduction. <laughs>